This is the Cultural Quarter of an Hour podcast and I'm Charlotte Foster. Every week we'll be looking at the culture all around Stoke-on-Trent and North Staffordshire. Some weeks I'll be visiting events, others I'll be hearing the stories of the people who make this area what it is. Now, when you think of culture, you might just think of dusty museums, art galleries full of paintings or people in ball gowns playing violins. But actually, it's so much more than that. It's all around us. It is wrong. It is wrong that in Great Britain in the 21st century we have got food banks. It is wrong that people are going hungry. It is wrong that people are having to choose between heating and eating. As a woman, it's wrong that people are having to choose between eating and personal hygiene, for want of a better phrase. It's wrong. We should not exist. And hopefully one day, Food Fest might just be a food festival. This week I am back in Newcastle. Last week obviously it was Heritage Open Days. If you haven't listened to it, go download the podcast and have a listen. That was really interesting. But this week also really interesting as well because it is Food Fest weekend in Newcastle, which means the Iron Market has been completely taken over by food. Well, actually, not just food. There's lots of stuff going on there. As I walk down the Iron Market and there is a carvery going on. There is something quite exciting next to me right now. A Ladybird's Urban Garden Safari where we've got a caravan, a washing machine, all with plants growing out of them. As I keep walking down towards the uh, shopping centre and, and lots of stuff going, fruit and veg, stalls offering nature talks as the RSPB is here, people offering help for food waste, you can donate to the food banks while we're here as well and uh, as you can hear going on in the background lots of drumming going on as well, there's also someone doing some wood turning and there's someone um, who has got some beekeeping information going on as well. Well earlier on this week before the chaos of the uh, festival began I spoke to organiser Jane about what it's all about all the activities are about the issues of food waste food poverty sustainability and food security which is what makes food fest unique amongst food festivals because we're not just about the great food which we're also going to have but we're also about the issues around what could be termed food politics with a small p how important is it that you do set yourself apart by doing that we were set up to do that. That is what we were for, for from the very beginning. Um, originally, Food Fest was set up by a man called John Bunganar, and he volunteered for the food food banks locally, and he wanted to um, raise some money and raise awareness of food poverty. Um, so he organised. It was best part of a day about half a day um, at a local community centre and they raised um, about £2,000 so he said next year we're doing it in Newcastle unfortunately John died of cancer and um, so some of us thought it's a good idea Uh, so we picked up and we ran with it and last year we did two days and this year we're doing three So Friday is the school's day. What's happening on the Saturday and the Sunday? 
Saturday's our community day. We've got so many different community groups coming into town um, that work with the homeless, with people in food poverty, but also groups that work with, um, we've got the Wildlife Trust. So it's about the whole issues of sustainability. And they're going to be showcasing what they do and um, running activities and talking to people about their what they do how important is it that the people of newcastle do get involved in this event we are all local residents and we're all volunteers and um, we've all come together to do this and it's a it's about getting people into town but it's also about getting the town involved as well we're working with a lot of the local shops a lot of the local businesses and uh, charities and it's about getting people to realize what's going on in the area and appreciating it so saturday community day everyone coming together what's happening on sunday ah sunday's our world food day um We've got hot food uh, from different uh, cultures. We've got Thai food. Um, we've got pulled pork and Mexican and um, different uh, types of food all round by the Guildhall in the middle of Newcastle. Um, at 12 o'clock, we've been asked to join in an event at St Giles's Church. St Giles's has just had a very nice um, lot of money spent on the church grounds and um, we were asked well it's food fest can you do anything and we thought about the big lunch now the big lunch is something that was started off by the guys behind the Eden project and each year in June they they have a big get together and invite people round so we thought oh we don't have to do it in June, let's do it in September. We're making our way down Iron Market and ahead of me I can see very, very large scarecrows being paraded. They've been made out of uh, paper and straw. We've got scarecrows on stilts as well walking along the lunch. We've got lots of children carrying uh, the things that they have made. We've got an apple that's been made out of paper. We've got bees made out of bottles. We've got heart shapes uh, made out of tin cans and old plastic paper as well. We've got bananas, we've got corn on the cob, the biggest bumblebee I have seen in a long time as well. So we've got a few people walking around, we've got some scout groups involved as well here. And they're walking their way down the iron market through the, this is the main part of Newcastle and the Limestown Centre, making as much noise as is, well, humanly possible it feels like. 
I mentioned a little bit earlier, I was walking past a lovely fruit and vegetable where a, uh, a woman was offering to adopt a, a, a marrow. I've just come to speak to her. What's your name? Kate. And you are holding a very large marrow. This is actually not our largest marrow. We have, I've already sold four, which I think is fairly impressive, especially given that they are so incredibly heavy. And what are you doing here today? Okay, we are actually um, from the Landau Charity, which is a local charity helping adults um, with learning difficulties. And they offer a range of kind of training opportunities. So actually, the marrow that I'm offering for adoption has been grown by one of the learners, Tim. Um, and the rest of his team. I can't kind of rule them all out. But there's a huge team behind this. But it is very much led by the learners. What differences do you see in the people, the learners, that when they come to you and then when they, they grow a, a rather large marrow? Absolutely. It's, it's, to be honest, it's, you know, it's, it's incredible the difference that it makes. You're looking at people kind of um, getting new skills, growing in confidence, very much working as part of a team and really sort of seeing their own growth um, along with you know, people around them, which is just fantastic. It really is. And here today, what are you what are you getting from people as they're, as they're walking past? Um, a lot of interest. Obviously, the scarecrows that we have here, that were, again, kind of made the, by the learners, are bringing people in. We've got homemade cakes, which, of course, as you know, hugely popular. And actually, our marrows did feature in the chocolate marrow cake, which sold out. And how important is it for you guys to get involved in community activities like, the, like this today? Yeah, it's fundamental. The centre itself is actually in the middle of um, a community, a, quite a large kind of community estate. So it's part of what we do and, and, and kind of how we do it. So it really is fundamental. My name is John Wiggins and I'm a beekeeper. And what are you doing here today? We, we came yesterday on Friday to teach school groups about bees, honeybees in particular. Uh, and today we came for a second day because we enjoyed it so much. How hard is it to keep bees? It's very simple because bees have been doing it for five million years so they can keep us quite in order, you know, they know what to do, they sort it out, you think you know what you're doing but you've never read the book that they read five million years ago. I guess it's quite hard to get hold of that book as well. It is very. If if you ever find that book, you will be worth a fortune. So whereabouts do you keep your bees? I, my bees are in an allotment in the Lime Valley. And how much better does the honey taste from your bees compared to the supermarkets? This, this is real honey. It's only filtered to take the bits of wax out. If you buy supermarket honey, it's been microfiltered and it's been pasteurised and it's a mixture of honeys to keep it runny, basically. So they don't compare. Unless you've tasted both, you will not realise the difference. My name is Mike Taylor and I'm a pole lathe turner. I can see you're busy doing something at the moment. What is it you're up to right now? I'm actually making wooden snowmen. It's only September. I've been making them since August. Oh my goodness, how long does it take to make one? Uh, around about 15 minutes plus 25 years of experience. How long does it take to learn how to do this? I've been doing it for 25 years now um, and I've been doing it full time for the last four. So it's like any hand skill, it takes a while to learn but once you've learnt it it's a case of, um, it's similar to playing a guitar, you do the scales every day and you get better. How did you get involved in doing it? When I was 14 years old I wanted a scale electric for Christmas and my father bought me a, a wood turning lathe. So that's when I started and then from then um, we bought a woodland um, eight years ago 
and since then we've worked the woodland on a yearly basis and then we make uh, products from the woodland to sell locally to local people. So you bought a woodland, how do you go about buying a woodland? I've always wanted a woodland um, and the, the, unfortunately the, the only way you can do it really these days is via the internet and there are sites where you can go and buy woodland. Um, so we saw this woodland and we really liked it so we decided to buy it. I've never heard of that before, it's absolutely brilliant. So here you are in Newcastle Town Centre doing your wood turning, making your wooden snowman. Is this how you imagined life? Yes. Simple answer, yes. This is, this is my life now, this is what I do. Um, I manage the woodlands um, every winter, we coppice every winter, and then we use what we coppice to make the products then for the summer to sell, to add value, and then we put, invest it back in the woodland, and it pays me a wage, uh, a small living wage, to actually continue the work. I'm Stella Yardley, and I'm from the Farm on Wheels. And who have you brought with you today to Newcastle? Well, this is Daisy the goat we've got here and her kid, Daffodil. We've Ooh, Daffodil's just trying to eat my cardigan. Hello, Daffodil. <laughs> she's just feeling a bit left out because mum's out on a halter at the moment, being stroked by the kids and taken for walk by the children. So she's feeling a bit lonely as Daffodil, but we'll get her out shortly. We've also got um, ducks. We've got quackers and me duck. We've got some quail and also some quail eggs. We've got Sandy the rat and Matilda the calf. And what reaction are you getting from people as they, as they walk past? Um, fantastic reaction. People are loving coming to see the animals. In fact, some, quite a few people I've been seeing when they're going uptown and then seeing when they come back again, they're stopping to have another look. And um, being part of Food Fest, it's important that people understand where all their food comes from, isn't it? Definitely. Um, it's really important that people know that where their food comes from and what they're going to eat, how it's been produced. And when people make that connection, what kind of reaction do, do you get from people? Mostly with the children, they just accept it. Um, sometimes adults find it difficult that, yes, I could eat animals, but not these. And, and how do you get the message across to them that, you know, about what you do? Well, we're farmers. Um, we are dairy farmers, so we produce milk, but we also sell the bull calves for meat. Um, obviously, they're not going to produce much milk, so they're not a lot of use on a dairy farm. Um, we have sheep as well that we sell for their meat. Um, I tell people that we look after animals, try and give them a nice life and happy life, um, but ultimately their purpose in life is for food. Well, that's just a small selection of some of the stalls that are on the Iron Market. Around the corner, just by the Guildhall, you've got the Scouts. They're here. They've brought their climbing wall with them. Lots of people having a go on the climbing wall. And then further along, you've got the food stalls as well. I've seen locally made chocolate. There's a pie shop. I'll be there later on. Oat cakes are to sell. You've got the oat cake sauce as well. Lots of stuff going on. I'm having a really great day in Newcastle. And uh, it's a real community effort this and I think it's just been a really good weekend. You can get hold of me on social media, that's the best way to get in touch. I love hearing what you're up to and if you want to get hold of me it's Facebook, it is Cultural Quarter of an Hour and then on Twitter it is at CQHpod and of course the podcast itself is available to download every week on a Wednesday.